Thanks for tuning in to the Godlinton Real Estate Education Podcast, where you'll hear from Glenn Godlinton, a real estate professional helping Calgarians for more than 20 years. With a wealth of education to share, Glenn will discuss the ins and outs of navigating the market and help you to discover details that will prepare you, whether you're purchasing your first home or investing in any property. The Real Estate Education Podcast covers a range of topics for both buyers and sellers. It doesn't matter if you're a first-time home buyer or a seasoned investor. Glenn will provide insight and help educate you. He helps explain the process and will help you to make sound decisions around this major investment in your life. Thanks for joining us for part two of the Home Buying Education Podcast. Let's get straight to it and cover the remaining steps that are required for you to purchase your new home. Now we must determine the market value, appraise, and evaluate. Before writing an offer, we will determine the fair market value of the selected home. We will reevaluate the area of the selected property and compare this to all similar homes on the street and in the area, concentrating on homes that are similar in size and features, allowing you to verify the market value of the property for yourself. It helps that we have looked at numerous properties both online and in person, so you will start to get an indication of the value for the area and for the specific home you've chosen. In most cases, you will have a good feeling if the home is priced correctly. Sometimes, when we are viewing properties, we may choose to view homes that already have an accepted offer on them. This is for two reasons. One, we may want to write a backup offer in case this first offer fails. And two, if the sale does go through, at least we have viewed the home and we now know the exact condition of that property. Once we have seen the sale price, it is comparable data that will help us determine the value on the home that you will choose. Now we write the offer. Together, we will draft up an offer with your best interest in mind and negotiate to ensure you get the most favorable terms for you. The offer is not just about price, but possession date, deposit amounts, goods included and excluded, condition terms, walkthrough dates, additional viewings, and much more. The offer will be structured to minimize risk to you. At this point, we should consider which lawyer you're going to retain throughout the transaction, and we have a few recommendations for you. If you have not already seen the paper version of our buyer's guide, please ask and we will send you a copy, complete with sample purchase contracts, so you have a chance to review them before the offer stage. When we draft the offer, we will probably type it on my laptop so it will be easier to read and review. We may meet at your home, at my office, or even a coffee shop, whatever is convenient for your specific situation. Typically, time allowing, I will pre-type the offer to speed the process when we meet. We will review the important sections of the standard offer document and I will explain them to you in detail. Generally, I will send you the contract to sign electronically. This is very typical nowadays. Completing the electronic signing in person will allow me to explain the process to you in detail. So if I need to send you a document late one night to get a final initial, you will be fully versed in the mechanics of the document signing process. After all signers have completed the document, they will each receive a PDF copy of the signed document back for your records. After the offer to purchase is signed by the buyers, the buyer's realtor will then send the offer to the seller's realtor and we will then negotiate the transaction. Typically, the offer is negotiated back and forth verbally between the agents, each agent talking directly to their own client. 
Once we have agreed on all the terms of the contract, one of the agents will make the changes to the original contract and all parties will then initial the changes. Remember, if the parties have agreed to the verbal terms, but it is not completely signed by all parties, it is not a valid contract. So time is of the essence and we should get this contract signed as soon as possible. Once signed, the offer now becomes a conditional contract, typically with a financing, home inspection, and maybe a condo document review condition. So we now have an accepted offer. Once the offer is accepted, it will be checked for accuracy. Once you have retained a lawyer and a mortgage broker, please provide us with these details. We will in turn provide copies to you, your mortgage lender, and your lawyer. It is important that we send a copy of the contract and the MLS listing to the lender immediately after acceptance so that the lender may start working on the financing as soon as possible. You may have your lawyer review the offer before the conditions are waived. Once the offer is accepted, we will now have a legal contract with conditions. The typical conditions may be home inspection, financing, and review of condo documents. Typically, we will have a week or two to satisfy these conditions and give written notice to the seller by means of a waiver form. Once our conditional offer is accepted, the seller has a choice to change the listing to pending on the MLS, or they may choose to leave it as active and continue to show the home. The seller has the right to negotiate and accept a backup offer. This backup offer will only become valid if you decide not to purchase the home because of a problem with financing, condo docs, or home inspection. Unless the seller has added a condition into the offer during the negotiation of the contract, there is no way for the seller to legally back out of the contract from this point on. So let's talk about the home inspection. I will encourage you to hire a professional home inspection company to analyze the home for possible major defects or safety concerns. This will give you peace of mind and should be a condition of the offer. We can recommend a number of different home inspectors if you do not have one you have trusted from a previous transaction. If you choose one randomly from the internet, be careful. We will encourage you to attend the home inspection so the inspector can familiarize you with the systems of your new home, especially if you're a first-time buyer. If attending is a problem due to a work schedule, etc., you may want to attend just the last hour to get the summary in person. If you are out of town and cannot attend at all, the inspector will send you the report electronically and will explain it to you on the phone after you have had a chance to review it. Typically, inspections are between three to four hours and are generally completed during business hours. But on occasion, we may be able to find an inspector that would be willing to work on a weekend if necessary. You will not be expected to proceed with the purchase if major problems are identified and there are major expenses required to rectify these problems. The intent of the home inspection is to ensure that the home is structurally sound. Cosmetic details are typically not considered. The details about minor defects are typically not used to renegotiate a lower price. If there are larger issues that make you feel uncomfortable and you wish to still purchase the home, we can go back to the seller, request a clarification or a correction of these issues. We may even ask for a specialist to investigate further. The seller is not bound to complete any of these repairs. We can ask for a correction or a price reduction to cover any of these issues. I have seen cases where the seller pays. I have seen cases where the buyer pays. And I have seen cases where the expenses or the repairs are split. If you are not comfortable, we can end this purchase and go find another better home. The intent of the inspection is not to always use it as a renegotiation tool. 
But if the inspector found valid concerns that we have not noticed during our initial viewing of the home, then a price reduction could be valid. The intent of the inspection is not to always use it as a renegotiation tool. But if the inspector found valid concerns that we had not noticed during our initial viewing of the home, then a reduction may be valid. If, when we viewed the home, we noticed that the roof was worn out and the furnace was very old, we will take these items into consideration when we calculate the final purchase price of the home that we are willing to pay during the offer stage. I have found that this is a good negotiation strategy to tell the seller that we have taken these items into account and we will not come back and ask for a discount after the home inspection. Remember, the inspector will find a lot of items, so do not be alarmed. Some of these items they typically point out are found in every house. Remember, you are not purchasing a brand new home, and even if you are, there will probably be issues. If you would like to review a typical inspection report in advance, please ask and we can send you a sample report ahead of time. Keep a digital copy of the report and make sure the inspector sends a copy to us, your realtor. You may be able to use this report again if and when you sell the home. It is a great maintenance resource during your home ownership. Let's talk about condominium documents. When you're purchasing a condominium, you are not just buying your specific unit. You are also purchasing a share in the condominium corporation. Yes, it is important to find a unit that you like and that you are happy with. It is also particularly important to find a corporation that is managed correctly, that has adequate money in the reserve fund. So how do you know if this is a good condo corporation, you may ask? Well, when we write the offer, we will ask for a copy of all of the relevant condo documentation. This will explain how the corporation is being operated, both mechanically and financially. These documents will include, but are not limited to, bylaws, reserve fund study, the meeting minutes, financial statements, and disclosures stating if there are any structural or legal problems pending. We will have about 10 days to review this condo documentation. It is important that you read through this documentation yourself. We also recommend that you have an expert review these documents for you. There are a number of condo document review companies that operate in Calgary that we can recommend. This is similar to a home inspection for the condo corporation. These reviewers do this all day long, so they are very familiar with most condo complexes in the city. They also understand what adequate amounts are to have in the reserve fund of the, for a complex of this size. In the past, some buyers would ask their lawyers to review these documents, but we have been finding that the results from the condo review companies are much better as this is all they do all day long. Typically, we will collect and send all of the documents in for review. Once the report has been completed, the reviewer will meet with you face-to-face -face and discuss the findings. If you are happy with the results after the meeting, we will then be in a position to waive the condo document condition. If you are not happy with the results, we can kill this transaction and we will go shopping for a better condo corporation. What about the deposit? When you write the offer on your home, you will need to provide a deposit in the form of a bank draft, made payable to the name of the selling real estate company. These funds must be available within two business days of the final offer being accepted by the sellers. Most selling real estate firms are now requesting that this deposit be paid in the form of a bank draft. This money is held in the trust account of the selling real estate company and is used as part of the cash down payment for your home. Typically, no interest is paid on this deposit money while it is held in trust. Your deposit money 
will not be at risk during the conditional sale period of the contract. This means the deposit becomes non-refundable only after we have waived all the conditions of the contract, such as financing and home inspection. The amount of the deposit will vary depending upon the purchase price of your home and the size of the mortgage and the length of time between now and the possession date. Typically, the longer the possession date, the higher the deposit will be. A typical deposit is a typical deposit is between five to twenty thousand dollars. The larger the deposit, the more serious the seller will take you, especially in a multiple offer situation. Now let's talk about the mortgage approval. Since you have already been pre-approved for a mortgage in advance, this step should not be a problem. Our office will forward a copy of the purchase contract and the listing information about your new home to the lender. The lender will review this information and may now ask you for additional personal information, such as letters of employment, bank statements, etc. It is important to get this information to the lender as soon as possible, as we only have until the condition date to get the approval done. The lender will review your documents and the appraisal and then give us the approval for the purchase of your home. Please ensure that the lender sends us a written approval stating that you have been approved for the mortgage. There are many types of mortgage products out there in the marketplace. Some of the important features about these mortgages are interest rate, prepayment penalties, prepayment option, terms of the mortgage, fixed or variable rate, capped or non-capped. Some of these decisions can mean thousands of dollars over the lifetime of your mortgage. A good mortgage broker or lender can help save you significant money over the life of your mortgage. As the financial rules change in the Canadian economy, the lenders are now asking for more and more documentation than ever before. Do not be upset if the lender comes back asking for more details. It is typical. Lately, the banks have been asking for a 90-day history for the down payment of funds meaning if the money has not been in one of your bank accounts for more than 90 days, you will need to prove where it has come from. If you're going to collect the money from several sources, it is better to get this money collected in one account as soon as possible to comply with a 90-day tracking rule, especially if it is cash currently. If you are getting this money from an insurance settlement, please keep all the relevant documentation. Appraisal. Typically, your mortgage lender will have the home appraised by a certified professional appraiser. This is expected and is for your protection. The lender has pre-approved you for a mortgage amount based on your salary and expenses, but now they want to make sure that the purchase price of the home is reasonable based on today's market. CMHC approval. Canada Mortgage and Housing Corporation, or also known as CMHC, is a division of the federal government that ensures home purchases for Canadians. Typically, the bank requires 20% of the purchase price as a down payment before they will issue a mortgage. However, if the home is your primary residence, CMHC will sell you insurance and will allow you to purchase your home for as little as 5% down payment. The purchase price of the insurance coverage is rolled back into the mortgage amount, so you do not have to pay it directly unless you choose to do so. Since CMHC is insuring your home, they also want to approve the home and the mortgage. The lender typically takes care of this application and approval step. Keep in mind, some types of housing and condo projects CMHC will not improve. These rules change, so ask us for current details. Keep in mind that technically the insurance covers the lender in case the borrower defaults on the mortgage. There are also a couple of different mortgage insurance companies that offer this type of insurance. Your lender will help you choose the best one for you. Get it in writing. We will encourage your lender to finalize all mortgage negotiations in writing 
and encourage you to keep the commitment letter on your file for future reference. When you are speaking to your lender, please ask them to forward this approval letter to our office. What about the real property report and title insurance? In Alberta, the standard real estate purchase contract places all of the responsibility for the cost of a valid policy of title insurance or a real property report with a compliance stamp on the seller. A real property report is a document created by a land surveyor that shows the location and sizes of all improvements on the property. Your lawyer will review this real property report with you. Please ensure you keep a copy of this survey in your files for future use. Now we can remove all of the conditions. All of the conditions on the purchase contract expire at a specific date and time, which we negotiated when we initially wrote the contract. We as buyers must inform the seller in writing before that expiry time, we will waive that specific condition. If these conditions are not waived on time and there is a valid reason for not waiving them, the contract now becomes dead and the deposit funds are to be returned to the buyer. In some cases, with the agreement of both the buyer and the seller in writing, it may be possible to extend these condition dates. Once we have decided to proceed with a purchase, we will have you sign the waiver forms and we will deliver them typically by email to the seller's agent before 6 p.m. on each of the condition days, as well as to your lawyer and to your mortgage broker. When the last waiver is signed, sent, and received, the sale of your home now becomes a firm sale. This is when the sold sticker goes on the yard for sale sign and the property is changed to sold on the MLS. Once all the conditions have been waived, the deposits are now non-refundable and you must complete on the purchase. If you do not, you will lose all of your deposits and you may possibly become legally liable for any losses incurred by the seller. Thanks for listening to Glenn's Real Estate Education Podcast for the buyer. Please listen to the next episode, which will discuss what happens when you go to the lawyer to sign your documents. Thanks and happy house hunting. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Godlington Real Estate Education Podcast. You can listen to more episodes at godlington.com. For personalized support and help finding the perfect real estate property, give Glenn a call or send a text to 403-829-9500. That's 403-829-9500. 